is your exclusive home for Aaron Rodgers and the New York Jets. I'm here because I believe in this team, and I'm excited about the new adventure here in New York. WEPN-FM, New York. This is an Ian special report. Now reporting. The very handsome Jewish man, Peter Rosenberg. Ian's at six. When the clock struck six, it meant one thing. From the ESPN New York News Desk, here's Rosenbaum or whatever that guy's name is. No wonder your show is number one. Hey, everyone. Welcome to ENN. Ray Rowe. On TV. I want to start off by saying good evening to Michael. He's such a big boy. <laughs> and I want to say good evening to Michael. Do I bang all of that? You combine that with yesterday, Michael, it's a tough couple days for you. I think it's a great couple of days. Never felt better. Yesterday was very strong, if you don't recall. Not really. It wasn't full-on appropriate, I'll say that. I I flush every show after it's done. Start anew. Good evening to myself. I don't look at the computer. I do it from here. Lou Brown, ladies and gentlemen, Lou Brown. The hair was even more. That was even further than Lou Brown. Peter, before you start, I do have one thing that I don't even think you've considered. You don't know. The Drake curse continues. The Drake curse continues. He came out of a, a, I think it was a Manhattan hotel about three weeks ago, wearing an Otani Otani all-star jersey. Ah, That's all I'll say. Wow. You didn't think about that, did you? I didn't. Are people talking about it? No, I just did. Serious? Did you just think of it? Yeah. No, apparently people are talking about it in your line. No, I, I don't. I don't know if they're talking about it. I'm hearing people are talking about it. Really? Either way, I wasn't, so I appreciate it. Hey, I don't know if you know this, but um, Joe Shane moved a seventh rounder in 2024 to Arizona to snatch up the 2020 first round pick Isaiah Simmons, bring him in to play some linebacker. Let's. I like it. Let's hear from the D coordinator, Winky Martindale. Thoughts? We like to, you know, put pressure on the quarterback different ways. Like I've said many a times, pressure breaks pipes. It's one of those things where I say it's a positionless defense. How can we get a free run into the quarterback? And what it takes is 11 selfless guys out there. You know why I like this? This is a perfect Wink Martindale reclamation project. This guy didn't like playing. Uh, in the secondary last year, he's more of a linebacker. Wink will get the most out of him. It's a good, it's a good roll of the dice. Seventh round pick, you said, right? Yep, I like it. I like it a lot, a lot. Uh, Brandon Jacobs was on ESPN Radio earlier talking about the G Man, and he's feeling good about the future for this team. The Giants, no doubt. I think the Giants team is much younger than Dallas. The head coach is coming up on his second year after he's done some amazing things for the franchise last year. I think by having him and him two years, I mean, you know, three years, four years for you know, from now, I think Dallas Cowboys will be under the Giants like a lot. You know, I, I think the Giants window is much bigger than the Cowboys. Strong. I like them apples. Did you see what Jerry Jones said today? Hmm. One of his guys got arrested. I don't remember the name. Got arrested for speeding. Yeah, I heard that happen yesterday, sure. And he said, 
Oh, I mean, if you think about it, it's actually a positive step. Last year, he got arrested for speeding. He was doing 98. He did, he's doing 67. Oh, so right. it's improved. But you love him. You love Jerry. You know what? Man knows how to make money. But you don't appreciate that is what you're saying. You don't appreciate it. No, no, no. But you don't appreciate what he said. Well, I mean, it's a little silly. It's more than silly. It's, 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 it's reckless. He's... He's obviously a fan of lawbreakers. I don't think he's a fan. He's trying to take some of the uh, the negativity away from his person, his his player. It's not what you want, Michael. Let, let's hear. You know what I do want to hear? I want to hear Jerry's tone. <laughs> this sounds a little hollow, but he does and is maturing, uh, and he is. What was he going, 66? Last year? No, this year. <laughs> so he's 34 miles an hour less than this year than he was last year. 98-66, so that's improvement. That's all fun and games. Until somebody gets killed by a guy going 98. Yeah, it's, all, it's, 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 it's not as if that's ever happened in this league before. Oh, yeah, wait a second. So, anyways... Uh, more cow. That's very, very, very cowboys-ish. Let's hear from someone we all love to hear. What I hear Who? from Uncle A. Raj. Unky A. Raj. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, I hear you. Uh, here's A. Raj uh, disputing um, that he's the kind of guy who would snap at wide receivers. I will say that there may have been some comments about about me that I, you know I don't know that are true anymore. You know, Cobby said some things about how you know you gotta you gotta watch out because you know eight's gonna snap at some point. I don't feel like I'm the snapping type anymore. I mean, I'm gonna raise my level of uh, intensity, but that doesn't mean I'm gonna you know embarrass anybody. I, I don't want to do that. I, I want to make guys feel like they're a part of this and and they're gonna get that respect and that kindness. There's gonna be accountability though for sure. I mean. So he basically didn't like the way Randall Cobb described it. Cobby. But it, it's the same thing. Cobby. Cobby, I'm sorry. They're doing. I guess we're doing that over there now, huh? Uh, we do it everywhere. Lazzie, Cobby, Petey. Cookie, of course. <laughs> Maybe it's an Aaron thing if Boone and Rogers are really into this. Interesting. I never thought of it that way. And, and they don't have a name you can do it. Booney. Yeah, but not Ernie. <laughs> but usually I do it the first name. So he didn't say Randy. He said Cobby. Let's go to Bobby. Well, Shuzini. Uh Hey, Bob, what are the realistic expectations for this Jets team? If their offensive line can be consistent and relatively healthy, then there's no reason that they shouldn't be an 11 or 12 win team. Could they win the division, get home playoff games? I mean, all of that we'll see. But they should be in the playoffs in one of those where you're saying have a real crack at it right. to maybe go and win the whole thing. Bob! Well, that's a short comment by Bob. I was I was luxuriating here for a moment. I thought we'd rest for 20 minutes. Yeah, he got, the, he got in quick, huh? In and out. Hello. Look at Bob. Love Bob. Well, listen, this is a guy. Bob's a guy who knows the team. Now, I would argue with Bob. My response might be a little bit of other than that, Mrs. Lincoln, how was the show? I mean, can they get consistent play at the offensive line? That's obviously the biggest question mark about this team. Have you ever thought about the fact that Bob's name should be pronounced Bob Wiskusen? No, I've never thought of that. Yeah. Bob Wiskusen. Why? That's not how it's spelled. Wish is that even a sound? Really? Tell me another wish. But I'll it's W I S, right? W I S C. 
The only experience I have with WISE that is Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah. So so that to me means his name is Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Tell find me another word that has an I S H right in the middle. Miscellaneous. And and that's not pronounced miscellaneous. <laughs> That was, in a second, Jacob just said that in my ear. Or as you call him, Tom Jacob. You're impressed? You're impressed by Tom. Was that the most Tom Jacobs impressed you? No, Jacob's very impressive. He really is. He's sharp on the ball. He's going to supplant somebody real soon. I'll just leave it at that. Wow. Somebody's going to lose their job to Jacob. Oh, my. That is high pressure for everybody involved. I like what you're doing. Yeah. Uh, Let's go to. Turn uh, up the heat. Let's go to Dwayne Brown. Who's 38-year-old Dwayne Brown. That's right. Don't worry. He's got it. He's protecting a Raj. He's back on the field. Let's hear from Dwayne. It was great. It's amazing, man. Um, it's been a long process, a long year. Um, just watching everything, seeing the, the changes on the team and the energy around, you know, to be out there and be a part of it, it, it means everything to me. How do you feel about playing after uh, after 215 NFL games? Feels good. Good enough to do my job. You know what I mean? Obviously, you know, you wake up, you feel 215 games. But if I'm out there, then I feel good. The day I, I don't feel like I can go out there and compete at a high level, I won't be out there. So, feel good. It's so crazy, these guys who have, like, such experience, these, these old, grizzled vets. And then, like, you look them up, and it's like they're, they're you know, in his case, what, he's 38? He's younger than you. Still a very young man. He's a grizzled veteran, and he's six years younger than me. And I'm now, not what did you call a hot dog yesterday? A glizzy. A what? A glizzy. So if you're grizzled, you can eat a glizzy. Yeah, then you'd be glizzled. <laughs> and if it's an old hot dog, it's grizzly. I'm a glizzy gobbler. Oh, you mean a glizzly? <laughs> yeah, glizzly. That's it. Damian Lillard was on something called Anscape. What is that now? That is an ESPN production. Oh, I love that one. Then. I think Mark J. Spears is a part of it as well. A big fan. Big. Oh, 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 oh. Big fan. Here's Damian Lillard uh, not wanting to speak on the Blazers. I'm not going. I'm not going to speak on the Blazers. It's a lot of lot of love and respect, but I don't. You know, I won't speak on the Blazers. It's well documented that there have been a trade request. Um, is to the Miami Heat. Is there anything that you could say about the trade request? I can say that there there was, and I would just prefer not to speak on the Trailblazers. You know, I, I think the tide can turn in the NBA, Peter. Mm-hmm. And I think we're seeing it right now with Daryl Morey and the Sixers and Harden. You could demand a trade. Okay, I, I, I would feel funny doing it in the middle of a contract, but okay, players have power. But that doesn't mean that the team trades you and doesn't get equal value. So if a team says, I'll trade you, but I'm going to get back dollar for dollar, I'm not giving a discount to anybody to get Dane Lillard or to get James Harden, all of a sudden, you're not going to be able to move these players that easily. And when the players realize they can't just snap their finger and get moved... I think they might stop asking because it's going to be embarrassing. You're either going to play and make your money or you're going to sit out and not make money and violate your contract. So the tide could turn if GMs actually show some spine. It's an interesting point. 
Oh, he, he wants to go to the Heat. Okay, great. Well, the Heat has to give me something. Yeah. Okay, James Harden, you want to go to the Clippers? I, I, I've got to get something back. I'm giving you away. I love that the NBA fined him $100,000. It's like the contracts mean nothing. And I, I I hope that Sean Marks would have told Durant no. Now, he actually got a good return back, but he didn't get back Kevin Durant level. Say no every now and then. Listen, I'll try to trade you, but I've got to get equal value. And if I don't, you're going to stay here. Believe me, players are not going to retire. Yeah, I, I, I don't think you're going to see that. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Let's go to uh, Richard Jefferson, who was on the road trip in pod and has some interesting thoughts about Mr. Joel Embiid. No one wanted to come be the savior of the New York Knicks. So now that they have talent, they've built within, they've got core pieces, they've got an all-star point guard in Brunson. Now guys are going to want to play there. I think Joel Embiid and another superstar will end up in New York. Brunson's on a friendly contract. Brunson's an all-NBA player that's getting paid like a low-level all-star. He's getting paid 20-plus when Van Fleet got 30. Right. And I would say Brunson right now, you would take you would take Brunson over Van Fleet. So similar to Steph Curry having that team friendly deal that allowed them to pay all of these guys and bring in Kevin Durant. I think that Brunson deal is going to be such a team friendly one that allows them to go get two max contracts, which is very difficult today to have three max contract players and nothing else but minimums. But in two years, you're going to get a max contract. So then you have three max contracts. But. Here's Alan's, been a, explain. Alan's been beating the drum that Joel Embiid could end up here. Oh, okay. So I, I should ask Alan this, but also let me toss it to you. In what world would the Sixers trade him to the Knicks? In what world? Yeah, that does seem cra- crazy that they would consider him. It, it doesn't make sense. Why would you trade him to a, a division rival where you get to see him for the rest of his career? If he doesn't want to be in Philadelphia and you can get a good deal from somebody else, he doesn't get to choose that he wants to go to the Knicks. If he wants to choose to go to the Knicks, he's got to wait till he becomes a free agent. Daryl Morey is not just going to hand him to the Knicks. Why would he? Yeah, it would be just about the last destination. I mean, the Knicks have draft capital. Obviously, you could trade them R.J. Barrett, a former number three pick. Uh, quickly, I mean, they've got pieces, but do they have pieces that are equal to Joel Embiid? I want to see it happen. I'm rooting for it to happen. I just don't know how it does. Unless Daryl Morey loses his mind. Oh, yeah, I'll trade him to the Knicks, sure. Yeah, well, what's the worst that could happen? I can win a couple championships there, make me look like a complete stooge, but that's all right. Yeah, I mean, we're not worried about the fact that the Knicks are definitely right, just a, a superstar away from being a real, real problem. Go for it. Yeah, I'll give them. You know what? I'm going to give them Joel Embiid. Just help them out. Hey, hey, John Lynch, let's talk 49ers. Let's talk Turkey. What is the future? We, we know Brock Purdy is the starting quarterback. So what? 
What is the deal? What's the deal with Trey Lance? Very happy with Trey. That's probably the most likely option is that he's here. If we could find a landing spot for Trey that is, you know, is a really good one for him, you know, works for our organization, that's not something we we turn a blind eye to. But that's not where our focus is right now. Yeah, there's viable options for all players. But right now, Trey's a part of our team, and we're going to move forward with that in mind. You know GMs lie, right? Because the GM of the, uh, the Browns said, I forget the guy's name, he's the backup quarterback. He said it today. Later today, he was traded. They don't tell the truth. <laughs> I know. It, and also, it, how are you going to get equal value for Trey Lance after the the mother load that you gave up to, to move up in the draft to get him as if he was, oh, I don't know, Tom Brady. Although Tom Brady was a six-rounder, but you know what I mean. I get the idea. Earlier, we, we, we were talking about the story. When you look at the different things, have you seen the stat on who was picked up because of the Trey Lance deal? No. Tell me. Oh. It's like... Uh, Tyreek Hill um, via trade, like in terms of looking at all what all the picks turned out to be, either in players drafted or players traded for, it's it's an insane stat. Jacob, can you pull that up if you can? And, and also, how embarrassed do you have to be? So, Mister Irrelevant is your starting quarterback. A guy who failed in two different places is your backup. And the guy that you traded this treasure trove of draft capital is the number three, and you probably want to get rid of him. I mean, what what an awful, awful look for them. It's not what you want. I'm but happy least, for Sam Darnold. Yeah, Sam will get a shot to play a little bit. I mean, it's so interesting, too. The Purdy thing is fascinating because you just can't be exactly sure what you're going to get. It's one it, of the great stories in NFL history. It's, it's the last guy picked in the draft. I'm aware of what Mr. Relevant is. Thank you. I'm just telling our listeners, okay? Play along. Wow, how about how about this? Harsh take from Brandon Jacobs. He, uh, more of it with his conversation on ESPN Radio. He uh, had some harsh thoughts, maybe a tad biased, towards Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott is on his last contract. He'll be a backup after this contract is over. And I don't see Dallas bringing him back with that type of money. And once you've made that type of money that Dak is making, you don't get two like that after all those interceptions and turnovers that you've thrown throughout the last three or four years. So, I mean, I don't see – I see Daniel Jones' window being a lot higher than Dak Prescott, you know, just given the fact that the age that he's been playing and he's almost somewhat in his contract. And I, I, I don't see Cowboys bringing him back at that type of money. And I think he'll be a backup elsewhere. Uh, listen, I, I like Brandon Jacobs, okay? But, I mean, give me... If you're looking to hear a homer when, when he talks about all things Giants, you're, you're getting something from, from Brandon. I'm not saying... I mean, I... Dak Prescott end up a backup at some point? Maybe? I, I, I don't know. I there mean, if the, if the Cowboys right today, right? And, and today's a bad time, but during next, next offseason, and he has, you know, a typical Prescott season, uh, you're a free agent, go wherever you want. He ain't going to be a backup. He'll make a lot of money, make a lot of free agent money. Now, I'm a, I am in agreement. I don't want to start a fight now this late in the show. I don't think he's a great quarterback. I know Cowboy fans are going to be dialing the phone right now. He's just not. I don't see it. I've never seen it. No, he's, now, would you be surprised if Daniel Jones turned out to be around the caliber of Dak Prescott? Well, I think they've, they've made a bet that he's going to be better. I think they have. I mean, that's, I mean that that money is. Although, Dak got huge money too. 
No, Dak got huge money, and the, and the funny thing and the misconception about the Daniel Jones contract this is really a two-year deal. Giants are on the hook for two years. They didn't they didn't take a deep dive. They're giving him two more years. That's that's the guaranteed portion of that contract. No, they'll be fine if it doesn't work out. They won't be set back completely. They have to find another quarterback. But the fact that it's essentially a two-year contract that they could wiggle out of, I mean, there's not the utmost belief. Uh, Michael, your best friend, Kirk Cousins, who you love on the quarterback. After the quarterback. He's, he's just a good dude. Just a delightful young man. He says his wife is not a fan of his handlebar mustache. Julie doesn't like it. I told her I just kind of looked like I was on the Oregon Trail. But, you know, she's good. She, she understands. She understands mustache week needs to happen. You know, it's funny on the, on the show with the quarterback, which is a, a Netflix vehicle. I'm an, I want to watch this vehicle. So he, he's showing off his, his dig-me room, you know, that all athletes have. Mm-hmm. And he's showing it off, Peter, like it's the Taj Mahal. And I got to be honest with you. When you watch the show, his dig-me room looks like something like Greg and Peter Brady would live in. It's got wood paneling. It's nothing, <laughs> nothing big. But he was showing it off like it was the greatest thing. Yeah, we had a designer come in, a builder, a it's it's like pedestrian. It's not a professional athlete's dig me room. I got now you're making me want to watch this even more. And he All was right, so, last... Peter. It's just that he's so proud of it. Uh, he's an adorable man. What can I say? Listen, I wanted them to sign him. Everyone and when they, they had the camera like crew him. in there, he's showing them and he's screaming at them. You like this? That's nobody not answered. Um, speaking of uh, NFL players, former Patriot Stephen Ridley. Um, raced Kevin Hart. I saw and this story. This is an unfortunate. Let's hear a very unfortunate situation that uh, unfolded here with Kevin. Those that know me know I'm pretty fast. Steven said, Kevin, ain't no way you're going to beat me. Steven is an ex uh, NFL running back, played for the New England Patriots. Very good guy. I said, Steve, you can bet it. He said, bet. I said, bet. We get out there, we go run the 40 year old dash. 40 yard dash. Guys, I blew all my. Tore my lower abdomen. I, my abductors are torn. I don't even know what that is, but I tore them. I tore those two. I can't walk. And he's in a wheelchair. The clip started with him saying, if you're not watching this, I'm in a wheelchair. Unbelievable. D- d- I mean, Michael, we should ask like a, a, like a baseball person or like someone who knows how serious it would be to tear your abductors. I would think that's really a problem. And also, if you're like in a foot race, right? And this uh, this is not casting aspersions or, or mocking Kevin. Kevin's really short. So your legs are really short. So you're going to beat a professional Stephen Ridley in a, in a 40-yard dash? You, you got you to almost take three steps to his two because your legs are so short. Kevin's really short. I, I know. That's why I like him. I've always been taller. Still am. Uh, and we're the exact same age, 44 years old. You have to be careful. Racing is never a good idea. Unless that's what you do. Unless your name's Shikari Richardson, go ahead and don't race. Also, why are you racing at the age of 40? You could, you could pull muscles. Your heart could explode. You could t- it's you just could not built for it. I mean, I think, Michael, the, 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 the milk is out of the udder here. He already tore his entire stomach. He's in a wheelchair, for God's sake. He knows now. Yeah. Well, he's got material now. By the way, go to my Instagram. I posted a clip of me and Kevin from like 12, 13 years ago. In a foot race? No, it's me and him at uh, Madison Square Garden Theater backstage. 
and I go up to him and um, confuse him with Nate Robinson. And it's very intentionally. And he has just always been like Kevin Hart is not my favorite comedian. Okay, when it comes to stand up, he's not my number one stand up of like this generation. But Kevin Hart and Michael, we've had him on the show a couple times on the phone. My, he is at his absolute best when he's just ad libbing and messing around. He is just so fun. Go watch the clip; it's on Rosenberg Radio on Instagram. He just instantly rolls with the joke, knows what it is. So he didn't know it. you were going to do that. I don't think so. I mean, it's so old. I don't think so. But I feel like whenever I've seen him, I've never known him that well. And all we do is bits. Whenever I see him, I just go up and make some sort of insult, and he makes an insult back, and you just like start going. It's just like what it's built into him. Love it. He's fantastic. That'll do it for ENN wow. on this Thursday, August 24th. Wow. Thank you very, very much. Wow. So good. So good. Thank you. So good. It's like Sweet Caroline. Anyway. Wachusini. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hear more of Michael, Don, and Peter live weekday afternoon starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN.